Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, tonight we begin our 40-day journey of confession, contrition, and repentance. Ashes have been imposed and impressed on us with a cross on our foreheads. It's the first external reminder that Lent has come and we must die. Ashes for baptized Christians are a sign of confession, repentance, suffering, and grief. When God first created and confronted Adam in the garden after his fall into sin, God immediately reminded Adam that just as he came from the dust of the ground, so his body would become dust again in death. Although Adam and Eve were created perfectly, they would now die because they disobeyed God's command. And as their children, we also speak these same words. And we're reminded of that when we put the ashes on our forehead and we hear, remember, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Death comes to all people. It comes to all people because all have been born with sin from our first father and mother, Adam and Eve. As David confesses in Psalm 51, verse 5, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Therefore, Lent is a very healthy annual spiritual practice for us because it truly implores us to take off the old clothing of sin in order that we may be clothed anew by Jesus Christ. And really, if you do a quick overview of the scriptures, there's evidence of ashes all throughout God's word. Job covered himself with ashes because of his grief and shame. Jeremiah reminds us of ashes and lamentations. Ezekiel preached cities such as Tyre would repent in dust and roll into ashes. Isaiah also warned God's people about idolatry and worshiping wooden idols. One who worships them, Isaiah says, feeds on ashes. In Esther chapter 4, Mordecai mourns for the people of God tearing his clothes and putting on dust and ashes after he hears the murderous edict of the king and his servant Haman. Later, after Jonah preached to the city of Nineveh, the king and all the people mourned in dust and ashes. And finally, Jesus does not hide from ashes, but exhort, exhorts the Galilean cities of Chorazin and Bethsaida and Capernaum to repent. To repent in sackcloth and ashes, as he said in today's gospel reading. Yes, the ashes that we wear tonight remind us of our sin. And just as Nineveh sinned and repented in dust and ashes, so many others repented after God's, prophet, God's prophets preached to them. And the same thing is true for us today. Us who have heard God's word, us who have realized our sin and how we have daily fallen short, and we repent. We turn away from our sin, and we turn to Jesus, where we have forgiveness, life, and salvation. 
Today we begin a new series, Promised Treasures. And each week I will highlight an ancient, visible, and biblical object that impresses upon us who we are and what God has done to save us. A number of the objects that we'll look at are common in daily life today. But by utilizing them in this way, we'll better appreciate our history as the people of God and our daily need for Jesus Christ. Tonight, we sit and clothe ourselves in dust and ashes, as Job did. Job was blessed with a large family from God. He had a wife, seven sons, and three daughters. He owned much land, numerous servants, and thousands of animals. He really was one of the wealthiest men in the East, kind of like a modern-day Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, or Elon Musk. However, God allowed almost all of his earthly possessions to be taken away in one fell swoop. And then he permitted Job's body to be so deeply afflicted with boils and sores from the bottom of his feet to the crown of his head that he literally scraped his scabs and skin with a piece of pottery to obtain relief. It was so bad that even Job's wife desperately says to him, curse God and die. Yes, Christians suffer. We know that, right? We've all faced our share of suffering. And if you haven't, you most certainly will. In fact, St. Paul says to the Philippian congregation and St. Timothy that all Christians suffer. No one is exempt from the suffering of this world. Some sufferings and trials certainly are are worse than others. Some are self-made due to our selfish ways that hurt and injure other people. Other suffering is brought simply because we live in a fallen, sinful world that's filled with the effects of sin. And when sin, t- when, when sin touches us, so does death. Death touches us all. Our grandparents die, our parents die, children die, other loved ones perish. And so we sit in ashes with Job and we remember what Martin Luther said before God. Martin Luther said, we are beggars, this is true. Repentance levels the playing field of life. It makes us recognize that any and every blessing that we enjoy and possess is only a gift from God in his almighty hand. Nothing that we have is earned by us. Everything is given to us by God. And so, yes, the ashes on our foreheads remember, help us to remember the fact that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. But we also need to remember the second part of what was said tonight when you received your ashes. And from dust you shall arise. Remember that in God's hands, dust lives. And you, brothers and sisters in Christ, are in God's hands. 
You are his beloved people. And in Christ, we live. So the sign of the cross on your forehead and ashes also serves to remind you of the cross that was placed upon your forehead and your heart at your baptism, marking you as one redeemed by Christ the crucified. And so being baptized into Christ's death is more than only wearing ashes. Jesus promises also to raise you from the ashes of your death and your grave. And he assures you of eternal life. Jesus promised Martha at Lazarus' death, saying in John 11, verse 25, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And Paul reminds us in Romans 6, verse 4, We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, we too might walk in newness of life. You are no longer clothed in death. You are clothed with life in Christ. In baptism, we are clothed with Christ and his perfect righteousness that he gives to us. After Job endured his ashes and his cross, his suffering, God raised him out of suffering. And Jesus Christ also washes and raises you right now with renewed purpose. He wipes away all of your ashes and he promises to bless you. We know that Good Friday is coming. Reminding you that Jesus Christ has taken all of your ashes and your old clothing of sin and that was nailed to a cross and was nailed to a cross with all of it. It was buried with Christ. That sin is no more. It's gone. That's why Paul says, God made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Easter promises you that God always, always raises the dead. And so you now have hope and joy because he raised his own son, Jesus Christ, from the dead. And again, connected to him in baptism, we have that very same promise that just as Christ lives, we live. But yes, tonight we sit in dust and ashes. And we do so in order to grieve to suffer, and to repent again. However, we also grieve as Job did. Job had hope and promise in his Redeemer. Remember, Job is the one who said, I know that my Redeemer lives. I thought it was pretty awesome tonight as I was here getting ready for worship, and at 6 o'clock when the bells ring, the song that it played was, I know that my Redeemer lives. And I thought that was pretty fitting, knowing what we were going to be hearing about tonight, but also a fitting start to the season of Lent, because we know how it ends, right? We know that our Redeemer lives, and that changes everything. We also know how the end of all things ends for us. 
We know that we will not be clothed in ashes, but at the last day, we will be clothed in white robes, washed completely by the blood of the resurrected Lamb, Jesus Christ. Our joy is found in Him, in Christ, who offers you His precious body and blood for you in His holy supper that we receive tonight. In fact, he provides us with all that we need, body and soul. And so you can know with absolute certainty that in Christ, you are clothed. In Christ, you are redeemed. And in him, you are secure, both now and forever. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.